base, about 12 lines from the bottom where it says Bishloima. I'll give you a quick summary where we're up, synopsis where we're up to. Um, basically, we had, now we're discussing the issue of Aishas Achshalai Hayabai Lamai. We're talking about one of the, one of the women that you, the brother cannot marry is if he wasn't around when Reuben died. And we have, well, it's easy always to use Reuben, Shim, and Levi Yehuda because we all are familiar with that. And sisters is Rachel and Leah. So what we had was a case where Reuben and Shimon, Reuben um, um, was married just to, uh, to someone and she died. And then I, the lady, was born right after Reuben died, which is uh, the previous Mishnah. Well, the Mishnah we just learned right now is if Levi was born after Shimon married Reuben's wife. And, and of Shimon... Um, so we say that's called an H's and, and he cannot, Levi was born afterwards, he cannot marry Reuben's wife. And not only that, if Reuben's wife then got married to Shimon, and then Shimon dies, not only can't Levi marry Shimon's, uh, Reuben's wife that's married to Shimon, he cannot even marry Shimon's own wife because she is the Tzara, she's a co-wife of an H's That's the view of the Rabbanon. Rab Shimon, in this Mishnah, in the case where Levi was born after Shimon married her, argues and says, since when he came around, she was already Shimon's wife, she's no longer attached to Reuben. So then came along Rabbi Eishi and said that even though Rabbi Shimon is only discussing this particular case, he's, he's arguing in both cases. In his eyes, even if Levi was born before Shimon married Reuben's wife, once Shimon married Reuben's wife, it's no longer Reuben's wife, it's Shimon's wife. And if a couple of years later, Shimon passes away, then Levi can marry her. Okay, that's Rabbi Eishi's version. And we're up to the Gemara here, trying to understand the logic of Rabbi Ishiya. So quickly, I understand the logic if Shimon married her. Everyone has the place. We're about 12 lines from the bottom on Yud Chesom base. So, Bishleim, um, it makes sense. Shimon married her, and then Levi was born. I understand what Rabbi Shimon's logic is. In fact, we, the Gemara later on will say we don't understand the Rabbana's logic. I understand. When Levi came to the world, he found Shimon's wife. He never found a Reuben's wife. He wasn't around when Reuben was married to her. I understand. But if Levi was born before he married Shimon, so when Levi was born, Reuben was dead and his wife was there, and they were forbidden to each other. My timer, what possible reason could have Shimon say that if Shimon married her a year later, that now it's become permitted to Levi? How? Says the Gemara, you know why? Because remember, we learned a concept we had before a whole argument between different Amaraim, Shmuel and Rav, whether we say yesh zika, is there a bond? As soon as Reuben dies, is there a natural bond between the Yavama and her brothers in law? So, Rabbi Isha is going to say that the, as soon as Reuben died, that natural bond, I believe, yesh zika, makes it as if, in theory, she's already Shimon's wife. And therefore, it's as if Lady was born. After Shimon married her, Reuben is out of the scene, out of the picture. My time, a wife, somebody holds Yazika. There's a bond, Vazika Kikmusadami, and the bond makes as if they're married. Says the Gemara, it comes along, Rabbi Yasim, and says, I don't understand. Mask Rabbi Yasim, it can't be. We're discussing Rabbi Shimon, says Rabbi Yasim, and we know Rabbi Shimon not only doesn't believe in this bond, he goes further. He says, even if you made a bond and you went further, you made a mimer. What's a mimer again? Remember, there's a, the, the, the Torah, there's only one way of marrying a Yavam, and that's a biblical way, and through marital relations. 
came along the Rabbanon and said, but if he issues a mind, if he gives a condition like an ordinary wife, then with the Rabbanon, there's some kind of attachment there. And in fact, with the Rabbanon, he has to give her a get if he wants to sever that, that, that tie. And he separately, has to give her a chalitza, because the get has nothing to do with chalitza. So Rabbi Shimon will have a question. I'm not even sure if you have that zika and the mimer, whether it really ties the knot or not. So surely a zika on its own doesn't tie any knots. And don't tell me, it says Rabbi Yosef, that it's as if she's already married to Shimon and therefore Levi was born after the marriage. It, it can't be. So what's the story? How do we know that? So we have a zika and a mimer. Whether it, it bonds the two together, we're just going towards the bottom. We're not even sure that's considered as if there's a bar, there's some kind of a marriage there. Is Zika um, You're going to tell me that just the fact that Reuben died, this, that natural bond, that's enough to make it as if it's Shimon's wife, and therefore as if Lady was born after Shimon married her? Impossible. Now, what's the story? How do you know that Shimon is, 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 is doubting it or has a, this doubt? Mai, what's the story? Now, we learned in the Mishnah, Shleisha Achid were three brothers, Reuben, Shimon, Lady. They were all married to three independent women. The mace Ahmed Reuben died. Someone at the uh the Moshe Landis said a very nice word. He said, How come by the Shvatim um Yaakov and he benched Reuben? He said, Ruben Al Yamas, he should live um and he shouldn't die. Why Punk Reuben had that Moshe bench? Why Punk Reuben had that brach of Al Yamas and the rest of the brothers didn't care about? It's because they knew that one day we run a sechti Yamas. And everybody, when they're going to use examples of brothers, they're always going to say Reuben Shimon Levi. And it's always Reuben who's dying. So therefore, he gets killed a thousand times when he goes from That's why he said, Yechi Reuben Al Yamas. Shouldn't affect him. Good work. Anyway, so, Shloisha <clears> Achim, <throat> three brothers in the Suyin, Shalosh Noshim Rokh, were married to three women. The Mesech man and Reuben died. So what happened? Shimon went ahead with three brothers. Shimon went ahead and he proactively gave her Kedushin. And then Shimon dies. So now you have two women there in waiting for Levi. One of them is Shimon's wife. The other one is sort of Reuben and Shimon's wife. Mahatayra is still Reuben's wife because he didn't marry Shimon. And with the Rabbanon, it's like Shimon's wife. So it's like an overlap of two, two men. is that they only get Chalitza and they don't get Yavim. Why not? Because it says in the Pasik, the Mace Echid Mehem. If one of them died, Yavama Yavim left. One of them died, Yavim should have relations. Misha Lazi, because you're Mechon only if you had only one Yavim tacked to her. And here, this woman has tacked her to Yavim, Reuben and Shimon, because she's halfway here and halfway there. So therefore, there's no, um, so therefore, you give Chalitza and not Yibam. Rab Shimon says, Shimon says that he can marry either Shimon's wife or Reuven's wife. The Whichever one he marries, the other one he has to give Chalitza to. Now, he explains. Why can't he marry both of them? Because of Dilma. Because he said, I don't know, that minor might have connected you to Shimon. And if it connected you to Shimon, then we have, um, you cannot marry two wives of one man. Is the Jilma perhaps? Somebody can uh, mute themselves, please. The Jilma perhaps, yes, Zika, perhaps there's a connection to Shimon. So you have a case of two women that come from one man. You can't marry both of them because maybe because they both, you know, both of them are connected to Shimon. 
So let's say both connected to Shimon marry one, the other one's automatically exempt. He can't do it either. Like, no. The Dilma because maybe they're both not connected to Shimon. Maybe Reuben's wife is not connected to Shimon because Maimon does nothing. So one is Reuben's wife, one is Shimon. Each one needs independently their own Yibam Chalitza. What do we see clearly from here? Alma Masapli, that what Shimon is not sure what Maimon does. So how can Abayishia say that as soon as Reuben dies, as if she's already married to Shimon, and therefore Levi was as if born after Shimon married her? Even Maimon doesn't achieve that. Bichi tema, ah, you're going to argue with me, no. Midaraisa, hachinami, demiyama, chodem, if you're maybe matera, zika is automatic, and therefore it's taka Shimon's wife. Matera Shimon's wife, and therefore it's as if Levi is born afterwards. I, how come over here we say that you, that you need chalitza from both women? If it's Shimon's wife, all you need is one. But the Rabbanon who the also the Rabbanon said, you know what? Even though it's really Shimon's wife, Reuben's wife really Shimon, but people don't know that. They just saw Reuben's wife because they, they didn't see him get married. All they saw was a minder, and uh, or even just a zika, not even a minder, just a zika. Um, the Rabbanon also the Rabbanon said, you know what? Since it's still Reuben's wife, they didn't really marry Shimon yet. People don't understand that, and we don't want. We're worried that people are going to go around saying They they don't look at it that Shimon has two wives. They look at it that Shimon has a wife, and there's Reuben's wife in waiting. And therefore, people think, well, if you have two women who are now waiting for a third brother, all you need to do something with one. Another one is totally scot free, even though it's coming from a different brother. One day you marry them, you let go. Therefore, that's why. Says the Gemara, it can't be. So um, Rabbi Yisrael says it can't be because what time with Rabbi Shimon? Rabbi Shimon clearly says, he clearly says what's bothering him, not do the Rabbana, what's bothering him is whether Maimon actually um, ties the knot between the two. The Tanya says in the Brahsa, Omla Rabbi Shimon, the Chachamin, Im Monashach. If you can tell me that the fact that Shimon gave her Kedushin makes it Shimon's wife, then Asia Shani boil. Then it all is Shimon, it's Shimon's wife. So why can't he uh, have a, a yibum then? And the imam morish hasheni ain't a maimer. If you can tell me that what that the maimer doesn't do anything, he's still Reuben's wife. Again, what's wrong? Then Ezraishinubayel. Then he's living with uh, Reuben's wife. What's the problem? Why do he say no no yibum here? So what do we see clearly from here? Rav Shimon is not even sure whether the, the kedushin adds anything to it, ties or not. Surely Zika alone doesn't. So my question goes back: What is the logic of Rav what is the logic of Rabbi Yishir? That he says that even uh, if Levi was born as soon as Reuben died, and then later on Shimon marries her, he, um, he, it's as if he was born after Shimon married her. What's the logic? Um, Levi, of course, Abai won't let Rabbi Yishir go. And Abai said to Rabbi Yishir, one second, he says to his rebbe, I'm not so sure you're right. Your question is a very different case than, than Rabbi Yishir. You know why? In your case, there were three brothers, and Rabbi Yishir's case, there were two brothers. And what's the difference? Big difference. When that three brothers, when Reuben died, how do you know who, who she's going to end up with? With Shimon or with Levi? So therefore, therefore, Rav Shimon says there's no bond to who? But it, so that's why he says over here that she, um, that is not really bonded to Shimon at all. And just you know, with Rabbanon, you have to do something there. However, you have to do um, because it's really Reuben's wife. However, in the case of Rav Eishi, we're talking about there were no other brothers. Reuben died. And then suddenly a brother was born. That brother, Shimon, who was born, is the only one there. So because Shimon, sorry, Reuben died, there was only Shimon's surviving brother. Lady was born afterwards. Since Shimon, Shimon at that, the moment Reuben died, there was only Shimon there. So who naturally is she going to be a Yuvama to? To Shimon. So therefore, it's as if they were married. And then a month later, Lady was born. 
He was born afterwards. Even though they never married, their Zika is strong because there's nowhere else to go. So Rabbi says, well, isn't there a difference by Zika's Yavim Echad where there's only one Yavim and the Zika takes place? The Zika Shneibam, and without two brothers, that doesn't take place. Dilma, perhaps, Rabbi explains his question. When do we use this logic that Zika's as if they're married already? He's talking about a case where there's only one surviving brother before Levi was born. The Yavim Echad is only one Yavim. And that's why we say, oh, it's as if that's the case of Shimon saying, but it's as if Levi was born after Shimon married her, even though he didn't, because he was the only brother alive. And, and therefore, the, but in the case over here, on top of the page, we had three brothers, and one of them died with two brothers remaining. At that time, there's no Zika to anyone. There's no Zika. That's what Abaya asked Rabbi Yasef. Rabbi Yasef answers back, and these are the few occasions Rabbi Yasef actually repudiates Abaya. He says back to him, what are you talking about? You think of Shimon, there's a difference, one government, two. I'll show you that there's no difference. He doesn't believe a Zika in either one. Because the time you learn, Cloud, I'll give you a rule. Omar of Shimon, Shimon says, this is the rule. If Levi, let's say, was born before Shimon married her, that means that he was an ach when Reuben was died. There's nothing between Levi and Reuben's wife. There's no connection whatsoever. There's no bits of Yibam, nothing, because he wasn't around when Reuben died. But if if he was born after Shimon married her, then Shimon's wife. You, do, you go through the normal rituals of the Yibu. Now, my love, it's an open-ended statement. It, isn't it clear? The Yavamech, even one, no, no difference if there's only one surviving brother, two surviving brothers, it seems clearly from here. There's no such thing as Zika. If he married her, if, if, if Lepoil married her, then Levi was born after the marriage. If he didn't marry her, it doesn't matter that he was the only brother. There was no marriage, and it's ages of. That's why there's no bond between Reuben's wife and the brothers. So Rabbi said, so what do you think by one Yavam? You want to say that by one, but if there's only one brother, then there is a Zika there. And therefore, it's as if Levi was born after Shimon married her. So either Chalitza or Yibam. So let me ask you a question. Why does Rav Shimon then make a distinction? He's trying to draw a contrast. When it's permitted, when it's forbidden. And he makes a difference of before marriage and after marriage. Talk about before marriage and make a difference whether it's one brother or two brothers. If the marriage took place first and you were born afterwards, then it's like the Shimon's wife, you could go through the normal rituals. Isn't it a big Kiddush? Live like the least bit of the day. Make the contrast by itself. When is it talking about Vishnevam? When is it the, the din if it was born before the marriage of the two brothers, so there's no tie to either one? If there's only one brother, then even though he didn't get married, as if as, as if she married uh, Shimon, because there's no one else to marry, and therefore Levi was born even before the marriage, as if he's born after marriage. So uh, Abayi says back, no. I can argue that Shimon is talking about two Yavamin, and that's why he only he makes a distinction between before marriage and after marriage, but he's not talking about only one brother. Says the Gemara, so Shabai erases back to Abai, you're wrong. Mike, it means a rule. And now you tell me it's not even a rule because sometimes before marriage, it depends if it's one brother or two brothers. What kind of rule is that? Hello? It's clear we're talking about you're giving an open-ended rule. What's regardless. the difference? Before, if Levi was born before Shimon married, I don't care if he's the only brother, Shimon did not marry her. He's a H's Achshlahe When does that Shimon me? argue? Hello? Only 
after oh. if he if he was born after Shimon married her, not like of Asia. Wait, where's okay. the place, please? Someone give the place, please. Can you hear me? Yeah. Where is the place? Michael, where's the place? 19A3, first column. Can you hear me? Hello? We can hear you. 19A3, first column. Bottom. Bottom of the first column. The oid massive. Now, remember the, 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 the author of this opinion is Reb Oishir. Reb Oishir was a Tanner. He was a student of Rebbe and he made a Tesefta. Here we're going to bring an Amoira who has the same name, but he's Rav. Rav is from Bavel. Rav Oishir is the title they used in Bavel. And he's asking a question on his namesake, Reb, Rebbe Oishir. So um, even though now Gemara said before Rav Oishir, it's Rebbe Oishir. So says the, um, the Gemara. Um, um, what are we, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, what's that? But oh, furthermore, Mossi, Rab Aisha, Rab Aisha asked the question Gimalachi, with three brothers. It says as following There were three brothers, Shnaim and Asin, Shtechoyes, Reuben and Shimon were married to Rachel and Leah. Leah and Rachel. He's Aisha uh, Bitter. Or they were married to uh, a mother and a daughter. Aisha Bas Bito to a mother, one was married to a mother, was married to a granddaughter from a daughter's side. Aisha Bas The idea is that there are two, two sisters, there are two Yavamas that, that, uh, that Levi will not be able to marry both of them because one of them will be the, 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 the sister or daughter or mother of an Arab. Okay. But they were both married to two different brothers. Reuben married one of them, one sister, she married another sister. And then what happened was. Reuben and Shimon both died. So what happens now? So now they're coming from two different places. You only give them chalitza, but you don't, there's no yibam here. Why, there's no, why is there no yibam here? Why can't you marry one? Because we learned before that this called if two, if Reuben is married to one sister, Shimon to another, Levi cannot marry either one of them because each one of them is the sister of the one that's like your wife. Not really, you didn't marry either of them yet, but there's Zakuk, it's bonded to you. It's as if you're marrying the sister, one is bonded to you. Same thing over here. So you can do Yibam. On the other hand, you must do Chalitza because Mahatayra, you're not married to either one of them. You can marry whichever one you want first, and the other one you can't. So therefore, we say that you give Chalitza, but no Yibam. Comes along Rab Shimon and he says, Poitur. Now, Shimon says, not only are you exempt from Yibam, there's no chalitza either. And we'll see later in the Gemara, we learn that from a Pasuk, but literally there's no chalitza either. So what's our question? Our question is very simple. Now, the e Salk, if you hold, you, Rabbi Oishi, want to say that Shimon believes in the concept of Zika. So that's a very simple question. If you believe in Zika, and you're saying more than that, Zika is as if he's already married, so if Levi was born a week after Reuben died, as if Levi was born after Shimon married her. If you're going to say that Zika goes to that extent, it's as if Shimon married already. So that's a simple question. Reuben died on Monday and Shimon died on Wednesday. As soon as Reuben died on Monday, she, she cannot marry Shimon because Shimon is married to her sister. So she is connected to Levi as if a lady married her already. So what if Shimon dies two days later? Levi already married one of the sisters he's allowed to and let him go ahead with the Yibu. And the other one will be exempt because it will be the sister of his wife. Why do we say that neither of them can get married? If you believe in this bond, it's as if already they were married before Shimon's wife died, before Shimon died. 
So they were already married. You, Rabbi Isha, want to say that Zika is not just that they're in a bond, but as if they were married. And therefore, when Levi was born, as if Shimon already married that woman and Levi came in after, afterwards. So if you can go to that extent, same thing over here. Say that Reuben's wife, as soon as Reuben died, was already married to Levi. And then Shimon died later, there's a sister there. Okay, so she, she's free or whatever. She, she gets chalitza, but at least he can go ahead and marry Reuben's wife because he's already married to her anyway, in theory. These that attachment means you married, so let him marry Reuben's wife, and the other one will be actually totally exempt because it's a sister of uh, someone who's married. says, that's not a question, because my point of you thought that the, when he says Potter, he meant that they're um, that they're, they're both exempt from Yiva Machalitza. No, no, no. What he meant, Potter was um. He meant Shimon's wife is free. Reuben's wife, Itaka marries. It's Shimon's wife that's free. Says, what are you talking about? But Tanya says, clearly right, it spells it out. If Shimon paid to she says, they're both exempt. Omar Rava says, Rava, you're right. Rava understood from the Raisa, which Yomar will say in a minute is a mistake. He thought there were four sets. There were four sets here. Two sisters, a mother and a daughter, a mother and a granddaughter through the daughter, and a mother and granddaughter through the son. So he thought that what happened was this one of each set was married to Reuben and one in each set was married to Shimon. So each one had four wives and they, they died. So when Shimon said pointed, he meant, he said in, in plural name, he meant this, this, all of Shimon's wives, there's four of them, all of their wives are exempt because Shim, uh, Levi is already attached to all of Reuben's wives. That's what Reuben wants to say. So therefore he is attached and does believe in the concept of attachment. Says the Gemara, first of all, first of all, Rabbi mistaken reading the Braise, because Chada, first of all, the Oi Oi Tani, it says clearly either he's married to two sisters or a mother and a daughter or a mother and granddaughter. Not he was married to all of them, number one. Number two, if, if Rabbi is right, then it should have said four, not two. If there are four sets and you want to say that the second set of four is Pata, you should have said that Pata Barba, all four are Pata. Why did you only nominate two? That's number one. Okay, so therefore, it's clear from here that Shimon does not believe in the concept of bonding, and therefore we have a problem with Rabbi Furthermore, void furthermore, it says clearly that Shimon patters both of them. He clearly spells out both of them. And he gives a reason. Why does he say in that case over there, they don't even need chalitza? Why shouldn't they have chalitza? Reuben died and Shimon died because of two sisters. And and so why doesn't he say, okay, you don't want you can't marry them because but at least give them chalitza. Because he has a pasuk and he learns like this. says, Don't a wife and a, and a, a woman and her sister do not take litzra. So before we learned down the first page, litzra means that the tsara also, that the the co-wife is also exempt. He touches litzra. If both sisters become now attached to a, to one brother, they both have the mitzvah given to one brother, even though they come from two different husbands. They are both exempt from Yibum. Because Litzra, they both become tsaras to each other. They both become like the uh, rivals in order to marry Levi. Then neither of them have the mitzvah of Yibum. Elam Rabashi Vashi says, I'll give you another way of learning Pshat over here. How come Rabbi Shimon says they're both Potter? Maybe he does believe in Yibum. He does believe in, Z- in Zakika, Zakuk. So if he believes in Zakuk, let's treat as if he mar- he's married to Ruva's wife already. But you're right. If let's say that Reuben died first and then Shimon died, so it's as if Reuben's wife was already married to Levi and, and no problem. 
Hachinami. Hachinami's kin and the Nofum of Azachas. Reuben and Shimon both died. It was an accident. They were both in the car together. They both died at the same moment. And therefore, both women now are available to Levi. Can be attached to either one of them. But I'm Shimon's son. He looked like a basic lily. The Ahmad of Shishkal believes Efshel Tamsum. We had a Gemara Sukkah, a big Machlekes. Can is it possible for two events to happen simultaneously exactly at the same time? And Rabbi Yisrael says yes. And so is Rabbi Yochai. It's possible that Reuben and Shimon died exactly the same second, and that's why Levi is not connected to either one because they are both landed to him at the same moment. Comes along Rabbi Papa and says everything we discussed till now, Rabbi Yisrael. I totally disagree. And our papa is the one the way we learned in the first period. And that is, when does Rav Shimon say that it's not considered an Asia's Ach only if he was born phys uh, physically after Shimon married um, Reuben's wife? Only after Shimon married Reuben's wife. If he was born before then, there's, 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 he's Asr, Asia's Ach, just like everybody, like the Chacham say. Now, papa said, He's only arguing with Shimon married her and then he was born. And, and, and the logic is because when he came to the world, it was Shimon's wife. And But if, let's say, he was born and then Shimon married her, like Paul doesn't argue. Now, the two missions we have here are not talking. Rabbi Shimon is only arguing on the second mission. He's not arguing on the first mission. The first mission is talking about a case where he was born. Um, he was born before, um, before Shimon married her. What do you have to say that mission? Everybody agrees. The loizu avzuktani. First, he tells you the smaller chiddush that everybody agrees, and then he tells you in our mission where he was born after Shimon married her, and this is where the argument is. Tani comes on papa. But actually, like a papa, the tutor of Asia. We have a question of Asia. So this Bryce is going to paint a number of scenarios. You just have to hold cup. We just follow. Number of scenarios. Scenario number one. Two brothers live together. Reuben and Shimon. The mace ech member lay vladder Ruben Dartani kids. The Omar Hasheni Hazer, and then Shimon came along. And last is my maybe the way we read it right now, it sounds like he intended to give condition to his sister-in-law, but like his big last of my it didn't have a chance to do it. It didn't happen. And in the meantime, so a brother was born before Shimon made any overtures, that's what it sounds like, to Ruben's wife. And now suddenly you have a brother who's born. The maze, and then Shimon died. So what happens? Levi is forbidden to marry Reuben's wife. So Reuben's wife had no connection to Shimon, is totally free. But Shnia, Shimon's wife, has a mitzvah yibu with Levi. Either one. Okay, that's scenario number one. Scenario number two, which is broken down into two ways. Shimon went ahead, didn't marry her yet, but he made a maimer, which is a connection. And then Levi was born. They didn't get married yet, just had a mind. Then Levi was born. Or Levi was born. And then he went ahead and did a mind. He did some kind of a gateway ring or something. The mace, and then Shimon died. So now Medrabanan, this woman now is not only connected to Ruben, but connected to Shimon as well. Reuben's wife, the fact is, she still never got married to Shimon, so therefore she cannot have anything to do with, with uh, Levi because he was he was born after Reuben died. What about Shania, the second wife, Shimon's wife? If if this is Reuben's wife, then Shania should not, but there's no Yibum there whatsoever. Why? Why is there no Yibum there? Because it looks like that she, that, that she was a co-wife 
of of some of an H's Ach, because they made a mimer, and therefore she cannot marry, but she still needs a chalitza because really Mahatayla, Reuben's wife, was not married to Shimon at all. Comes along Rab Shimon and he says as follows. And the Gemara later on will discuss which case he's arguing on, and, he, and we'll say he's arguing on the case where you actually made a mimer, and you made a mimer, and then Levi was born. And because Rab Shimon holds that a mimer, He's, he's questioning, we had before, whether a Maimed completely uh, cements their relationship or does absolutely nothing to their relationship. It's a suffix. So therefore, Rav Shimon will say, if she has, if, if there's B or Chalitza, when it says Achizmem, it actually means Shimon's wife, not Ruben's wife who's married to Shimon, Shimon's wife. Then, that will exempt a Tzara. Why? Because Manushah. If you tell me a maimon makes a shimmer's wife, so very good. You could do with either one. If you do a, a, one of the wives, a chalitza or a yibum, the other one is exempt. If Shimon's wife, if, if Reuben's wife is not Shimon, so Reuben's wife remains Reuben, then she doesn't have the bits of yibum because it's an ancient achlohei by So Manashech, if you do, if you, if you have beer with or chalitza with the Shimon's wife, everybody's happy. But chalitz lebalas maimon, if all you did was you, with Reuben's wife, and you couldn't have you couldn't have Yibum with her, you can only do Chalitza, because maybe it's Reuben's wife, you're in H's Ach, and the Maimed didn't do anything, it doesn't help Shimon's wife at all, because maybe the Maimed did nothing, that's Reuben's wife, how do you take care of Shimon's wife? Okay, that's how I'm going to explain later. Then the, the, the Isaac continues, next scenario. What about Kansa? Shimon actually married her, and then Remes, and then Shimon died. And, and afterwards, only afterwards, was Levi born. So he was born after Shimon already died. Or let's say um, that Shim, the lady was born, then he married, the mace. So according to the Chachamim, even if he was born after Shimon married her, according to Chachamim, it's still Reuben's wife. It's still an Asia's Ach. And if it's an Asia's Ach, then the co wife also is Potter. Um, okay, that's case number four. Konsa. What happens? He married her. The noilid leoch and a brother and a brother was born. The achikach mess. So he married her, and then Levi was born while they were married alive, and then Shimon died. Shteyin pturus menachalitzim leyibum. Do you remember? Holds no difference. But Mayor holds. I don't care when. I don't care if he was born during Shimon's lifetime while he was married. As far as Levi is concerned, it's Reuven's wife. It's an ages och, like the chacham we had before. Comes along Rab Shimon and says, "No, in this case, he was born. Shimon was married to her. It's no longer Reuben's wife, but Shimon's wife." There's not a moment of he can marry either one. Now, this last case is talking about he was born while Shimon was married to her. Now, you have to wonder why are we highlighting this particular scenario? According to the Chachamim, it makes no difference when he was born. If he's born before, or he's born while Shimon was married. According to Shimon's wife is always Reuben. If Shimon, when Shimon did the Yibam with Reuben's wife, it's always because they're Reuben's wife, and it's always Asa. So why don't you just bunch it all together? So obviously we're talking to Rav Shimon here, and we're saying according to Rav Shimon, it depends when Levi was born. If Levi was born before Shimon married her, I agree with the Chachamim, that it's Asa. If Levi was born after Shimon married her, that's called an Asia's, uh, that, that, and that is perfectly permitted. So it's clear 
Rabbi Papa's view that Rabbi Shimon is only arguing the case where he was born after Shimon married her. So he, when he was born, there was no Reuben on the scene. There was no Easter whatsoever. Everything was all right. So that's what I'm saying here. This, this case of who's he learning it to? Let's analyze this. makes absolutely no difference whether he married, Shimon married, and then he was born. Whether he was born and then Shimon got married, makes no difference. Because he always it's always forbidden. It's always Ruby's wife. No, if so, let our vino velasnino mix the, all the cases together, all the scenarios together, and just say, oh, sir, simple as that. We're focusing on Shimon and we're making a distinction. That only time of Shimon argues is if Shimon married her and then the kid was born. Oh, Rav Shimon says he came at a time when it's heter, he's all right. But if he was born before they got married, I agree with the Chachamim. That is also awesome. conclusive proof that the Papa is right and Abish is wrong. Let's analyze the bride. So you said, Lady Shimon got up. He wanted, intended to give kedushin to to this sister-in-law. But his big glasses, didn't have a chance to do it until Lady was born. So what do you mean he intended? What's the value of intention? Either he did or he didn't. But Macy died, and it said there, he's showing the from The fact is, he didn't marry her yet, so therefore, Levi asks her, and she's not permitted to her world. Vishni, and the second one is Shimon's wife. Let's let's understand. My and my loyal he speak. What do you mean he he wanted to? He stood up to do it, but didn't do it. He offered, oh, did he do it? He did it. Me I have a love. If he didn't do it, didn't do it. What does it mean? So more explained. Interesting. He intended to do it in willingly, and initially, probably she, she, um, she sort of, um, I guess, uh, accepted and was interested. But by the time later on, she had cold feet. He then he forced himself. Now, what it means is as follows: in the din of Yavama, different than an ordinary marriage. In ordinary marriage, two strangers, the only way you can have condition is if both parties agree. You can't force it on either one. Actually, I take it back. You can't force her. Regarding him, there's a big machlek is Rishayim. You definitely can't force her. But when it comes to Yibum, the trader forced it. The trader said, this is it. She has no choice. So if he goes ahead and has marital relations with her, then she's married whether she likes or not. And if they want to part, needs a proper divorce. So the question is, what about if he gave a condition against the will? There's five brothers, and he wants to marry her more than other ones, or he wants to marry, get ahead. So therefore, he jumps in and gives a kedushin against her will. She's not interested in him. She wants one of the other brothers. What happens then? So that's the machlekes here. That's what he means here. He wanted to, but didn't happen. What do you mean didn't happen? He did give a kedushin, but against her will. And the question is, does it have any value or not? With the like Rebbe, this does not follow. It has no value. Why? Because we're not following Rebbe. Somebody goes against, coerces her. Rebbe says, yes, it's a valid kedushin. Just like the beers. It's not a valid condition. What's going on in my time with the Rebbe? Come by the He compares it to beer by Yavama. My beer the Yavama Balkarcha. Beer by Yavama is against the will. I've Kedushin Yavama Balkarcha. So to Kedushin of Yavama is Balkarcha. But Abbanan, Abbanan, Gamim, me Kedushin. But Abbanan learns Kedushin the Alma. My Kedushin the Alma. Just like Kedushin generally, Medaita. Just like Kedushin generally is willingly. I've Kedushin the Yavama Medaita. So too by just like. Kedushin. Where else does Kedushin work? By ordinary, ordinary woman. So by Yavama also, Kedushin has to be only if it's the willing partners. So you want to make with you, what's the crux of the argument? Matters of Yavama, you should learn from Yavama. And the other one says, no, that things to do with Kedushin, you have to learn Kedushin. 
So also, okay, the next case it says in the bottom of the page before, also if Shiva went ahead and gave her a Maime Kedushin, that's case number one, and the brother was born after he did the Maime. Or the brother was born before the Maime. And then he did a Maime. But Mace, and then Shema died. So therefore, it's still considered Reuben's wife. She's Reuben's wife, so therefore, she's also to Levi, she's free. And Shnia, but the second one, Chaletzis, only receives Chalitza, because not Yibum. Why? Because it looks like she is the co wife of someone that's Usher because there was a Maimer done. Rav Shimon, I mean, Rav Shimon, in one of the cases at least. And I mean, in, I'm sorry, in both cases, Rav Shimon says, Be Chalitza shall Achazman, the Be Chalitza of Achaz, which is the second wife, Shimon's wife, exempts also the co wife. Rav Shimon, a high court. On which case is Rav Shimon referring to? Which case is the argument? Is the argument the case of a brother was born? And then afterwards they made, they made his overtures. Didn't we just say a minute ago that everyone agrees, that Shimon agrees that if he was born before any ties to Shimon, she, she's Aser. doesn't argue. Must be on the other case. Shimon made a Maimon and then he was born and now is a Suffolk. The suffix is if the Maimon is conclusive, cements the relationship, then became Shimon's wife, it became Shimon's wife, then okay, then you can go ahead and marry either one. But what happens if the Maimon did nothing? Then it's really Reuben's wife. So therefore, if it's Reuben's wife, then Shimon's wife is the one who's Chayv and Yibum, not Reuben's wife. So therefore, Rab Shimon says, just do Yibum on the on Shimon's wife and Manashik, it's all right. Then you say, but if you give Chalitza to Reuben's wife, doesn't help Shimon's wife, because maybe she never got married to Shimon. Maybe Maime did nothing. My time should have it. She's definitely Reuben's wife. Whether she also became Shimon's wife or not, we're not sure. Therefore, you have to do that. Yosef said, My time with Rab Shimon. What's the logic of Rab Shimon? So you know, my time with Rab Shimon, we know his logic. Time, he said a hundred times, Malay was born, Shimon was already married to her, so therefore it was it was never a time of Easter because Shimon is not happily married with Ruben's wife, and now Shimon's wife. You're right. My time with Rabbanan. Why did Rabbanan argue they say it's still considered an Ezach? Why is it still considered Ruben's wife? You should take as a wife, the Yibma. We know we're talking about Yivama. Why does the Taylor say the Yivama? To tell you, that she's still Reuben's wife. Even though Shimon now is married to her, it's Reuben's wife. We learn that from the word the Yibma. And that's why they say, even if it was born afterwards, it's forbidden. Okay, let me ask a question. How the time we learn, consort, if Shimon married this woman, had a kish, the whole was completely, they're now like a married couple. In what sense? Two things. If Shimon, let's say, it doesn't work out with his sister in law, just gives her a get. Doesn't have to give her chalitza anymore. Why not give her chalitza? Because it became his wife. Number one. Number two. Umachzira. If tomorrow he changes his mind, he wants her back, he could take her back. I. It's a sister-in-law. It's forbidden. You had a mitzvah yibum and that you did already. No, because now it became his wife. So how come? Why don't you say, look, a she's still Reuben's wife, still a yibum, and if you want to divorce her, you have to give her chalitza just as well. Why not? And you cannot take her back. 
In the very same passage, it says, They should take her as a wife. So we have two parts of the passage. One part of the passage says that she's completely your wife. Another part of the passage says she still remains a Yavama. So if right now you're focusing as completely your wife, Hochanami, say same over here, Shimon married, completely your wife. So the so lady was born afterwards, he's marrying Shimon's wife. So the Yimma still Yavam. So matter is, how do you know which way to go? How do you know which way to say it's still a yavam? And when do we say, no, it's completely his wife? Says he wanted to stop it, it makes sense. Shadi had teda had teda. The teda came along and said, you're allowed to marry your sister-in-law, you know, it's forbidden because of the mitzvah of Yibum. So therefore, we're going to say, let's add the head to the local issue that she's now completely your wife. Um, when the trader says that there's a, a brother-in-law, a brother wasn't around at the time, brother-in-law, who wasn't around at the time when Reuben died, is forbidden. And then the trader of the Yibma, this more Easter, obviously will compound, compound the Easter of your brother-in-law. The Shadi Yisuda Yisuda. Says the Gemara, let's just finish the Mishnah, because that's where we finished the Mizrahi thing. Well, Rav Shimon, Shimon, Dhamma, he says, What Rav Shimon's logic, since you found him at the moment of Hetar, the Veloy Amda Allah of Shah he said, was not a moment of Easter, therefore permitted. I have a very interesting question. What happens if you have a, 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 a sister, let's, let's say Levi, but he wasn't born yet. He has a sister on, from shares the same mother, not the same father. And he has a brother that shares the same father, but not a mother. So, and that brother of his, that, that brother married his sister. They're not related at all. They married each other. So when he was born, Levi was born, they were technically, they were married legally. So now that his brother died, he should be able to marry his sister. Because when he was born, they were legally married. You tell me if they're legally married, he steps in. That's what Abshim said, didn't he? His sister was mother's side, his father, his brother, and father's side. And then Lady was born, but Mason, then Shimon died to Siabim, let him marry his sister. When he, when he was born, they were living together legally. So he said, What are you talking about? Still a sister. How can he marry? Just because they, she's married happily with his brother. But they're, they're legally married. For you, it's forbidden. So he said, no. Send over here then. Who cares if Shimon married Reuben's wife? They were legally married. But you are an age. You were not around when Reuben died. So you're an age. Simona says, what are you talking about? The Easter of marrying your sister, there's no ever extenuation when you allowed to marry your sister. Of course it's forbidden. But your brother's wife, you're not allowed to marry. But if he dies, childless, you are allowed to marry. So therefore, the Easter, the Taylor took the Easter away and will take it away in this case as well. Okay, we'll stop here.